Welcome to the Hidden Palace with Skyblade. Good morning, afternoon, evening or night, wherever you are in the world. I am Skyblaze and this is the Hidden Palace here on Radio Sega. Uh, hello to everybody who is in the Discord chat or anybody who is listening today. Uh, who have we got so far today? We have Doan, who has just logged in. Hello Doan. Uh, Nicholas Man, Electric Boogaloo, Spotman. Uh, my husband Greyfor is lurking, as he tends to do. Uh, I'm not sure who else is around because I know a few people are being distracted by the sports ball which is apparently going on at the moment. Um, but we'll continue anyway. Um, apologies for my absence last week. It was in fact my birthday so I went to uh, Meltdown, the esports bar in Sheffield and I drank quite a lot of cocktails. Uh, oh Frost is here as well. Hello Frost. Uh, but yeah, I had a good time last week, and thank you to anybody who wished me a happy birthday. It was very much appreciated. Uh, so, at the end of the last show I did, when we were talking about Sega games on the Neo Geo Pocket Color, uh, Sega had four games on the Neo Geo Pocket Color, but I only talked about three. The fourth one I've saved, as along with other games that we'll be talking about today, they have one unique feature in common. They all have compatibility with the Dreamcast. Yes, that's right. Thanks to a device called the Neo Geo Pocket Dreamcast Setsuzoku cable. I hope I'm pronouncing that properly. Uh, for those who don't speak Japanese, Setsuzoku means connect or connection, to the best of my knowledge and research. Oh, I like that uh, Electrobubble has put up a picture of. Um, a Neo Geo Pocket Colour and it's got a kind of semi-transparent translucent, translucent case. I quite like those because you can see all the electronics inside. <laughs> Frost is saying I hope you had a good time and didn't make a reprobate of yourself in public. Uh, not as far as I know. Um, I got a bit tipsy but I wasn't falling over drunk. Um, there were some really tasty cocktails they have. Uh, there's one that's like a cherry based rum cocktail and it's so nice. Uh, I also got one which tastes like Parma Violets, you know, the sweets, and that was really nice as well. Anyway, moving on. So, starting from where I left off during a, my previous episode, uh, Bikuri Man 2000 Viva Pocket Festival. It's a good thing I'm not drunk this week, because that would be really difficult to say. It was released by Sega Toys in 2000, and this game links with the Dreamcast game Bikuri Man 2000 Viva Festival as opposed to Pocket Festival. Well, what exactly is this game? It's a collection of mini-games, pretty much. You play as a child called Takeru, as he plays through these mini-games to gain coins, which you can then spend to collect seals, which are basically like stickers, to add to a collection. These stickers are from the Bug Akuma vs Gigi Tenshi series, which covers anime, manga, a light novel, as well as a card game, all of which are set within the same universe as this game. Uh, I was very excited when I was looking at the uh, Radio Sega um, database we have for music and there was actually a Bakuri Man folder. I was very excited. Oh, okay, thank goodness for that. Because the bane of my life with this uh, series is that I'm quite often covering really obscure stuff which is not necessarily on the Radio Sega database. So I was really excited. And, and then it was one song. That was in the folder. Oh well. So we have the one song from Bikuriman 2000 Viva Festival, uh, which is just labelled as End, so I assume it's the, the end track, the, the final track. <laughs> and then from uh, Mario and Sonic London 2012 Olympics, we have London Party Sticker Sheet, mostly because it mentions stickers. And it's quite a jazzy track, so enjoy those, and I will speak to you guys again after this music break.
You're listening to The Hidden Palace with the wonderful Skyblaze only on Radio Sega. Well, I guess if you're here, it's not that well hidden, is it? Mario and Sonic at the London 2012 Olympic Games uh, stick London Party sticker sheet and before that we had from Bikuri Man 2000 Viva Festival end uh, I yeah I, I was just saying on the discord chat I apologise if I sound at all sniffly or bunged up today um, my allergies have been going absolutely berserk this year for no readily apparent reason um, let's carry on anyway though now, one of the strange things uh, about Biku the Bakuri Man game, uh, Bakuri Man, by the way, translates to Surprise Man, is that it's apparently related to a range of Japanese chocolate confections which comes with uh, stickers. So, it's a sticker collecting video game with mini games instead of collecting chocolate in real life. Okay. And what on earth is going on outside? Now, well, somebody's having a birthday apparently and making a massive racket in my apartment building. Sorry if you can pick that up. They're very noisy. Where was I? Uh, Pocket Festival is pretty much the same as the Dreamcast game it links to, except for the reduced graphics and being limited to playing as Takeru, whereas in the Dreamcast game you also get to play as a female angel called uh, Tenjo Poshi? Pochi? I don't know how you pronounce that. Uh, when connected to the Dreamcast, Pocket Festival will let you transfer Makadama, which appear to be some sort of ball prize you get when playing the game. Um, I don't have a Neo Geo Pocket Colour and uh, I'm not really sure and I don't know Japanese so it's very difficult to figure out what's going on in some places. Uh, so this, this Makadama affects how profitable your minigames are in the Dreamcast game. So, such as making it easier to arrange slots and therefore collecting more coins, I think. It's not really all that clear. Uh, Japan has made some weird games. I mean, this is not, like, really out there, it's just a little bit odd. Interesting idea, though. Next up we have SNK's Cool Cool Jam, which as many of you may guess by the name, it links up with the game Cool Cool Town. Yep. Cool Cool Jam sees you playing as Wav and Midi. Very good. Not quite as cool as our Desi and Belle though. They are clearly much cooler. Uh, who was, uh, they were summoned to a place called Musi Town, which... Uh, uh, Musi, Musi, okay which is a neighbouring town to Cool Cool Town, where Amp and Speaker, oh dear lord, were brought in to Cool Cool Tune. To get back home, Wav and Midi have to form a the coolest musical band ever, because of reasons. This sounds like the premise behind uh, Tribute, the song by Tenacious D. Probably no demons involved though, unfortunately. Uh, Electro Buggle is saying it had to, that the, uh, he had to break out his soldering iron again today and to reseat one of the speaker cables on uh, their Neo Geo Pocket Colour. 
Uh, goes to show my soldering skills still need some work. Uh, or you're using um, not great solder. Uh, there's been a problem in the past few years where uh, older devices used a lead-based solder and you can't buy it anymore unless you're a, like a big thing like a, a university or a business or something. Because anything that's supposed to be accessible to consumers is supposed to be lead-free solder. The trouble is, non-leaded solder uh, is that it needs a higher temperature to melt properly and doesn't. a lot of people say it doesn't flow as well. Uh, which is actually one of the reasons why things like the Red Ring of Death problem in uh, Xbox 360's happened. So yeah, handling lead-free solder is a, a bit of a, a technique, a, a, a skill that you need to acquire. It's not as easy as, as uh, leaded solder. Practice. Practice is what it requires. Anyway, back to what I'm supposed to be talking about. So let's have some more music, shall we? Uh, let's have from uh, Cool Cool Tune, uh, Yusa Yusa, that was requested by Green Viper. And then from Neo Geo Battle Coliseum, the Cool Cool Town stage. So enjoy those, and I'll speak to you after the break to talk a bit more about the uh, Cool Cool games. Enjoy! afternoon, evening or night, wherever you are in the world. This is Nicolas Aman, the demon ruler of the Radio Sega playlist, and you're listening to... The Hidden Palace. 
And that was Neo Geo Battle Coliseum at Cool Cool Town stage. And before that we heard from Cool Cool Toon, Yusa Yusa, were requested by Green Viper, our boss type of person. Uh, that Neo Geo Battle Coliseum track, um, the, the highest kind of compliment that can be paid to a, to a music track uh, on Radio Sega is it's either a, a 2N or a bonga. And uh, Nicholas Aman has graciously um, awarded uh, the, the bonga, uh, the 2N appellation to the Cool Cool Town stage from Neo Geo Battle Coliseum. <laughs> Uh, Nicholas Amand saying they haven't heard this talk bed before. Uh, you probably haven't. Um, I don't use it very often, but I couldn't find one of the other ones I use. It seems to have... Radio DJ seems to have eaten it, so I use this one instead. But it's quite a nice track. Um, it's one of Lee Brotherton's, aka Bentley Jones's OC remixes. So from quite early in his career, but it's quite nice. It's quite chill. Where was I? Right. So, um, Cool Cool Jam and Cool Cool Tune. Uh, the gameplay between the Jam and Toon games is actually pretty different, um, mainly due to the limitations of the Neo Geo Pocket Color. While both of them are, min are rhythm games, uh, Cool Cool Toon has you use the analog stick to move your cursor to where a note will with is within a central circle that appears on the screen, before a separate circle surrounding the note shrinks. So, so far fairly standard. In Cool Cool Jam, you don't have an analog stick, you just have the, the clicky D-pad. Uh, so instead, you have to play the notes in different ways depending on what instrument you're using. And this is where it gets pretty interesting. For example, if you're playing guitar, you press either A or B to correspond with the two notes you can play, while the D-pad is used as a pick to strum the guitar. In a stroke of absolute genius, they have you hold the pocket colour as if it was a guitar, with your right hand over the D-pad and left over the A and B buttons. To help in this, they also flip the screen so you don't have to try and read any of the text upside down. In a similar vein, if you're playing the saxophone, you have to position the pocket colour with the A B buttons at the top and the D-pad at the bottom, with the screen facing away from you. So, kind of like as if it were a, a saxophone or a... Or a um, clarinet or something. It sounds completely insane but it is genius. Uh, I have to, I, it reminds me of uh, the um, Nintendo DS had a version of uh, Guitar Hero which came with a little pick and the, the little button, little attachment that you put into the cartridge port um, and you could uh, like press the buttons like you would on a guitar, and then you use use the pick on the on the touchscreen to strum it. It was it was pretty interesting. It was a pretty interesting way to play a game. I remember my mother loved it because my mother had a DS and she enjoyed being a rock star. Moving on, moving on from the gameplay, uh, what does the cable bring to the party? Well, there's an in-game currency in both games, which you refer to as jollas for reasons I am not entirely sure. Uh, which you can earn as you play the game. These can be used in Cool Cool Toon to purchase new characters, outfits and music, and by linking Jam and Toon together it lets you transfer these jollas to Cool Cool Toon. So you can earn currency while you're out and about, I guess. So, uh, well, I'm gonna play some more music now, so uh, one of the track from Cool Cool Town, this is called Dancers Be Ambitious. And then we've got another request coming up. This is from King of the Fighters Evolution at 176th Street. That was requested by Electric Boogaloo. So enjoy those and I'll see you, I'll speak to you again after the music break.
And that was King of the Fighters Evolution, 176th Street, requested by Electric Boogaloo. And before that, from Cool Cool Town, Dancers Be Ambitious. And TCB has now joined us in the chat, hooray, and showed off a new collectible that he has got, a figurine of Sakura from Sakura Wars. It does look a bit like she's on a surfboard. Uh, I don't think she is, but it does look a bit like she is. Anyway. Finally for this evening, we're going to take a look at one of the four fighting games which use the Setsuzoku cable, and that will be SNK vs Capcom Match of the Millennium. This game it links to Capcom vs SNK Millennium Fight 2000, which is on the Dreamcast, and as you might have guessed, features fighters from both the SNK and Capcom games. The SNK fighters mainly come from the Fatal Fury and King of the Fighters series, while the Capcom fighters are almost entirely from Street Fighter, except for two of them which come from Darkstalkers, namely Morrigan and Felicia. Uh, Electric Boogaloo has put up a picture of the back cover of King of the Fighters Dream Match 1999, which mentions the functionality that I'm talking about here. That's pretty cool. Yeah, as far as I know, I mean, the Neo Geo Pocket Color didn't really have a wide release outside of Japan, so I, I imagine the cable didn't either. I mean, I've, I've certainly never seen one in the wild, uh, so I don't know if it was released in Europe. I think it was released in America, um, but I'm not sure about Europe, because we often got the rubbish end of the stick when it came to things like that, at least up until very recently. And even then, still sometimes. Ah <laughs> oh dear. We do get some exclusive though, which is occasionally nice. Alright, so back to the game that I was talking about. Uh, your game options include solo fights, two fighter tag team matches, and three fighter queue fights, where you fight against another team of three fighters till you can't fight anymore, and when your first fighter falls, the next in the queue takes their place until all fighters are on one team are defeated. Connecting the Setsuzoku cable allows you to unlock all characters on the Neo Geo game, and any versus points you gain during the fights on the Neo Geo game can be downloaded onto the Dreamcast, letting you purchase various characters and stages in the secret shop. Which despite its name, isn't very secret because it's right there on the main menu. Oh well. Uh, Match of the Millennium. I can't speak. Match of the Millennium also links up to Dream Match 1999. So it it, it links up to Millennium Millennium Fight 2000 and Dream Match 1999. That's pretty cool. So you can get. I don't know what you can get for the other one. I I should have looked into that more closely. Anyway. So it's a shop of secrets. Maybe it is. Maybe it's a shop of secrets and not actually a secret in and of itself. But then it's like the Hidden Palace, which as Casey's ident says, is not actually very hidden because people keep finding it. Looking at you, I need fruit. And probably Kevin as well. Reasons. Anyway, let's have some more music. So from Capcom vs SNK, one of them... Uh... <laughs> It's just called Versus. It's from Cap Capcom vs SNK2. I think it's the it's Millennium Fight 2000. Uh, it's been a long day, can you tell? And then after that, from King of the Fighters R2, we've got Kurikinton. Kurikin? I don't know how you pronounce that. But it's requested by Electric Boogaloo anyway. So enjoy. Thank you. 
Hey you, this is Rapsy here and you are listening to the amazing Hidden Palace on Radio Sega. King of the Fighters R2 something unpronounceable I'm not going to try because with, with my with my nose kind of feeling a bit bonged I'm going to mangle the pronunciation but it was requested by Electric Boogaloo and before that we had from Capcom vs SNK2 track called Versus uh, that's a great track It's uh, my only problem with it is that it's a bit short because it's only like uh, one and a half minutes long and it needs to be longer because it's great uh Electrical has been doing some research and apparently only one Dreamcast Link game came out in Europe, uh, officially Capcom vs SNK, so neither of us are sure if the, the Link cable actually got released here. I don't know if it did, because as I said I've never seen one here in the UK and the original Neo Geo itself was actually pretty rare. Uh, Electrical is saying that the original monochrome Neo Geo Pocket did make it to Europe, Again, as far as I know, they are very rare um, over here. I mean, it's not quite as rare as the PC Engine, I don't think, which go for ludicrous amounts of money, but um, yeah, still pretty rare. Uh, apparently, America never got the original Neo Geo Pocket because the color version had replaced it by the time it was released there. Release schedules, hmm. But then I suppose we had to like translate everything and put it on the chips and stuff. Uh, flash memory was not quite as um, easy to handle as it is now. So it was a bit more laborious. Anyway, let's move on. So let's go into the chiptune corner. Now today's chiptune artist will be Tim Follin for reasons which are related to the upcoming Radio Sega special event. And if you have not been paying attention, I'll talk about that later. Now for those not in the know, Tim Follin was a very prolific composer during the 8-bit microcomputer era, creating a lot of music for the Commodore 64 and ZX Spectrum, among others. Sega fans will probably know him best for his work on the Echo the Dolphin Defender of the Future soundtrack. 
I think his, his work is great. He's done some really amazing tracks. Um, so, this one is from uh, the Amiga version of Ghouls and Ghosts, and this is the title theme. So, I'm going to play that for you, and this is actually one of my favourite Tim Fallin tracks. It's not my actual favourite, but I'm going to talk about that another day, and you will find out why. So, Tim Fallin, Ghouls and Ghosts title theme for the Amiga. Have a listen, tell me what you think, and I'll be back after this to close out the show. Tim Follin, Ghouls and Ghosts title theme, Amiga version. I, it's a great theme, that. I really, really love it. Anyway, thank you so much, everybody who tuned in today. So, Electric Boogaloo, Doan, uh, Nicholas Aman, uh, Frost has been around, TCB's been around. Uh, I'm not sure who else, or Cray for, obviously. Um, anybody, el uh, uh, who, anybody else who has tuned in today, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Uh, coming up next we've got Gavi with SNS and tomorrow we've got the LMC block, Sega Mixer Drive with Rexy and Dr. Scottnik's Journey into Dreams. Uh, 
However, from Monday, it's a bit special because it's the start of the Summer Shake-Up special event. So while there will be a Hidden Palace episode next Saturday, I won't be presenting it. Instead, you'll hear me on Wednesday taking over our Demon Ruler of the Radio Sega playlist role as the presenter of Individual. You may be able to guess what the topic is based upon uh, today's Egyptian Corner. So I advise you to check out the RS website for more details because there's a lot going on and we have quite a packed schedule now. So uh, there's been a lot of um, swapping over going on. But yeah, next Saturday it will be Kevin from LMC who will be taking over the Hidden Palace so Kev Blaze will ride again. Ah, <laughs> uh, So we've got one last track to go out on. Uh, yeah, I'm more of the kitty blob ruler of a Radio Sega playlist, I think. So, yeah. So instead of doing Sega Education, Skyblaze will be doing different Sega Education. <laughs> yes, that's true. But it makes it makes some sense for the sort of stuff that I do. Um, at least nobody kind of ran away from running uh, Hidden Palace this year. <laughs> Because last year everyone was like, not it for, for my show and Rex's show. Because I think we, at the time, we were running two of the most complex shows. I'm sure it'll be fine. It'll be, it'll be a great event. Uh, make, sure, make sure you tune in for, uh, for it. So, uh, for the last track for today, you'll have to put up with my obsession with the Hyperdimension Neptunia series. So, because this is from the Super Neptunia RPG. And it's called The Sunken City. And Dawn's saying, is Kitty Blob not a tiny demon? I will leave that to your imaginations. So, thank you everybody. I've been Skyblaze. This has been The Hidden Palace here on Radio Sega. Thank you all, and good night. Enjoyed the show? Check out the full Radio Sega live schedule at radiose.ga forward slash shows. Radio Sega, playing the best Sega music 24-7.